Make sure to lock all your doors and windows. Grab your favorite hot beverage. Get cozy. And listen to these spine-chilling tales. <laughs> Shh. In high school, my parents went away weekends a lot because they were renovating my grandfather's old lake home into a cabin that the whole family could use. They'd usually leave on Friday afternoon and not return until Sunday afternoon. We lived in a smallish suburb, so I guess word got around. One weekend, my mom was sick, so they decided to stay in town for the weekend. But because we parked our cars in the garage, anyone could probably assume they were gone, like normal. That Friday night, I fell asleep watching TV in the living room. I was on a couch that was clearly visible from a sliding glass door on our deck, which had stairs down to our backyard. Basically, if you really wanted to, you could walk up and look directly into our house and see me since I was illuminated by the light of the TV. I woke up suddenly and saw a man standing on the deck making the shh signal with his finger on his lips. I did not shh. I screamed my lungs out and my dad came running down the hall to see what was going on. I pointed at the deck door and my dad saw the guy too and sprinted towards the door. But in the time it took him to open the door and get outside, the guy had a lead and took off, and my dad couldn't catch him. I don't know who he was or what he wanted, but I do know I was very nearly alone in the house where no one would have noticed something was amiss for several days. Pictures of me A friend of mine worked at Walgreens in high school in the photo department. One day, he cornered me at school and told me they had something weird to ask me. He asked me if I was part of an art project or something because at work, he had recently developed an entire roll of photos of me that were taken in different locations, and all of them seemed as if I was unaware that someone was photographing me. I obviously freaked out as I didn't know anything about these photos, and I couldn't think of anyone who would do such a creepy thing. I told my parents, and since I was a minor, the police ended up getting involved. Unfortunately, the name the person who dropped off the film used was John Smith, and they never actually came and collected the developed photos, so there was no real way to figure out who had done this. I just had to move on and go about my life for the next few years knowing that someone could be watching me at any moment. There could be other rolls of film dedicated to me that this guy had taken somewhere else, and I'd have no clue. Blood Dreams One night, my friends and I were bored, so we decided to play with her Ouija board. We were all joking around as neither of us believed in that kind of stuff, but the board kept spelling out, You're all dead. I assumed some people in the room were colluding or something to scare us all. Their plan worked because I was pretty creeped out by the time I went home. The next morning, I woke up and looked at my hands, which were covered in blood. I ran to the bathroom and saw my face was also covered in blood. I started screaming until my mom came in the bathroom and asked me what was wrong. It confused me that she wasn't horrified at all the blood, so I looked in the mirror and it was gone. I don't think I was dreaming it. I've never sleepwalked or had an experience like that before, 
or since. I think whatever was talking to us through the board was making me see something that wasn't there. His captive audience. I sat next to a guy on a plane who calmly told me the story of how he killed his girlfriend and why he would never be caught. It was a three-hour flight and I couldn't alert the stewardess or even act like I thought his story was insane. The flight was full and whatever happened, I was too close to him to risk him freaking out. Worse yet, no one else seemed to notice the topic of conversation because he was speaking in a low tone and as calmly as if he was discussing the weather. After the plane descended and we were finally leaving, he turned to me and said, Thanks for listening. That's the reason I love planes. Always have a captive audience. It's so creepy to think that not only did he trap me into this terrifying conversation, but it's something he does regularly. Something he enjoys. Scratches on the window. I was house-sitting for my parents while they were away and fell asleep on the couch in the living room. The couch is directly under a large picture window and you can't see the couch from the outside, but you'd have a clear view of the rest of the room, including the entryway by the front door and the staircase up to the bedrooms. I woke up in the middle of the night to someone tapping on the glass. I tried to convince myself that it was a bird or a branch or an animal, but the noise sounded deliberate and human. I couldn't sit up and see what was making the noise, because if it was a person, we'd be face to face and I was too chicken. So I just sat there for hours, frozen in fear, listening to this tapping noise go on and on. I dozed off again after what felt like a few hours and woke up in the late morning. I felt relieved and assumed all the fear was just my imagination going wild until I took a close look at the window. There were small scratches down the middle of the pane, about eye level, that formed a group of tally marks. I had no idea what they were intended to mean, but they had definitely been done by a human, and they hadn't been there the day before. I hope you enjoyed these true chilling stories. One thing I've learned in the last few episodes is that quite a few houses in the U.S. have large picture windows that gives a full view into people's houses. Remember to follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. The link is in the show notes. Stay safe, my loves, and tune in on Friday for the next installment of True Creepy Stories. <laughs>